Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Welcome to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm your host, Deirdre Schuler, and this is Topically Yours. Well, you know, Lehman Center for the Performing Arts is expecting a blockbuster show on Saturday, November 19th at 8 p.m. when they feature their Rhythm of the Night concert featuring Al DeBarge, Tank, and the group Troop. And as you may have guessed by the song I open the show with, my guest is Darrell Babs, who is also known as Tank. And in fact, we'll call him Tank throughout the show if he prefers. Tank grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> and, and Clinton, Maryland. And I understand he earned the name Tank because of his athletic physique. 
He started singing as a child and, in fact, released his debut solo album, Forces of Nature, in 2001, and it went gold and topped the Billboard R&B chart. The album featured his hit singles, Maybe I Deserve, and Slowly. And guess what? In the following year, he introduced One Man. It contained the hits One Man and Let Me Live. And his third release in 2007, Sex, Love, and Pain, earned two Grammy nominations and included the successful hit, Please Don't Go, which I just played at the top of the show. Uh, Very creative. Tank has also composed, produced, and performed on songs with major artists, which include Aaliyah, Dave Hollister, Brian McKnight, Jamie Foxx, Donnell Jones, Ruben Stoddard, and Chris Brown. In fact, in 2010, Now and Never featured Chris Brown with the tunes for play, and again they reunited for the single Lonely, which appeared on Tank's number one album, How I Feel. And in 2013, along with Tyrese and Genuine, under the group TGT, he released the album Three Kings, which debuted at number three. His sixth album, Stronger, which rose to the number one R&B spot, it rose to the number one R&B spot in sales, I should say. Well, this year, Tank has released, again, Sex, Love, and Pain, but it's Sex, Love, and Pain number two. And that features the songs You Don't Know with Wale and Already in Love with Sean Stockman. And also uh, on on it is uh, number B-Day or Birthday with Chris Brown and see ya. Anyway, I have Tank with us, if you may have heard him giggle. So welcome to the show, Tank. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I mentioned that uh, you were born, were you born in Milwaukee and grew up in Maryland, or, or how did that work out? Yeah, I was I was born in Milwaukee, but um, I was a military brat, so, um, uh-huh. you know, we we traveled around a lot with my father. And then um, I finally started school in Milwaukee. And about the middle of my sixth grade year is when we moved to Maryland. We got, he got stationed on Andrews, and um, and that's where we uh, where we finished it on out. Well, were you singing all that time? It, it, it says uh, information said you started singing as a child. How old were you at the time? Five. Started singing at five, playing the piano, playing the drums. Um, you know, and as a kid, you don't know, you don't really know what it's for. You just kind of know you want to do it or know you can do it a little bit. And so, you know, it was, it was all kind of fun, you know what I mean? Trying to be like my older cousins who could play instruments and who could sing or singing in the choir and all of that. So, you know, it was just kind of a part of the church, church routine, you know what I mean? So, um, I didn't really realize, I didn't really realize I had anything until, you know, until about eighth grade when, you know, no, seventh grade, one of my guys looked at me like, man, you can really sing. And I was like, really? It's like, yeah, man, you can oh. do everything. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> well, and, was your family uh, encouraging you all along? Um, well, you know. Oh, they just thought it was cute. Discourage me. Yeah, they didn't discourage me. They were more so, um, you know, with music and, you know, with, with all of these kind of elective things, like, you know, um, 
you know, you got to be sure that your kids are serious about it. You know what I'm saying? Kids go through phases where they always want to do something. You know, I wanted to play football. I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to play baseball. I wanted to sing. I wanted to produce. You know what I mean? And so I think mm-hmm. that, you know, with my parents, um, they were supportive, but they were also more so letting me find my way. You know what I mean? And letting me really um, decide for myself what it was going to be. Well, I'm looking at your your uh, repertoire and in your uh, record, and apparently, you you you've been doing very very well, almost hit after hit after hit. And uh, your first album, did that go gold? Yeah, um, it almost went platinum. Or we could say it went platinum if we count all of the CDs that were that were. Uh, they were bootlegged as well as the, the Napster epidemic <laughs> that was happening at the time. So uh, I like to count those records because I know at least a million people have this album. Um, and it was a great success. That was success. Force, I mean, it was force a great, of Nature, right? Force of Nature. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great intro. Great intro to the business to come out, be successful um, with a great record that I wrote and produced 100% of. And um, it established me as a few things. It established me as an artist, but it also established me um, as a writer and a producer. So um, it, it re- that that really helped put me in a space where I would be here for a good little while. Well, uh, on that album was slowly, and and maybe I deserve. I was laughing at that. Maybe I, I said maybe he deserves what, but maybe you deserve the hit, and you did get it. So, but did you write those <laughs> those? Um, songs yourself? Absolutely. Yes, I did. Cool. Did you also do the music to it as well? I did the music to Maybe I Deserve and um, my guy J-Dub, he did the music to Slowly. Okay. Well, tell me about the artists that you create, do you create music for other artists as well? I know that you, you do your own work, but do you also uh, do music for other artists? Yeah. You know, I mean, all the artists that you, that you named, um, you know, I've either written for, or, you know, I've produced the music for, or I've done both. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I was blessed to kind of, you know, come in the game being, uh, having a lot of weapons uh, at my disposal. And so, you know, I use them all. I exhaust it all. And, you know, and at the same time, I'm, uh, you know, it's a prideless venture for me. You know, if a guy calls me and says, hey, man, I need you to sing backgrounds on this track for me, no problem. You know, I'll sing the background. Or a guy called me and say, hey, man, I just need you to play keyboards on this, play piano on this track for me. Like, I'm with that, too. Like, you know, whatever it has to do, as long as it's music, man, I'm with it. You know, that's just, and that's just how I rock. I think that's very wise of you because that that makes you uh, people calling you all the time then to work. You're always going to be working mm-hmm. in some capacity or another. Exactly. We got kids to feed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. Speaking of that, you have five children. I do. What, what's your name? One, one and a half. One and a half, all the way to fifteen. Wow. And and. Do you want to mention their names? They probably oh, love that. Jordan, yeah, Jordan, Ryan, Zoe, DJ, and Zion. All right. A shout out to all your children. Now, I want to also mention again, as I mentioned uh, in the intro, that you'll be appearing at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts, which is in the Bronx, folks. So you want to get your tickets. 
and that day will be Saturday, November 19th. It's an 8 o'clock show. So I'm going to give you the number to the box office. For those who haven't gotten your tickets yet, you better hurry up. And you can call 718-960-8833. Or if you love the computer, go online and get your tickets at www.lehmancenter.org. Now, are you are you touring? Is that uh, to, to do the show, or are you just appearing on it as a, a one night? Yeah, just one night. I mean, I'm just kind of right now, just you know, just kind of spot dating on the weekends, you know, weekend warrior type thing, and um, you know, keeping the fans engaged, um, and then you know, just getting ready uh, for the launch of the new project. So. Um, you know, it, it's not tour. The tour won't start till probably next year, maybe February or March. Um, but, um, you know, I think this is going to be a really cool show. You know, Troop, good friends of mine, Elder Barge, you know, I'm a guy I've looked up to, you know, for the longest. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's I think it's awesome to be part of these shows. You know what I mean? Me, you know, being part of what's going on now, being, you know, being part of what was going on 16 years ago as well, and then being able to be on a bill with some very successful and influential artists. Um, you know, it's just a recipe for greatness. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be a, a, an amazing show. So I just encourage everybody to come on out and watch us do our R&B thing. It's going to be, it's going to be something. It is. Cause uh, I put it on Facebook and, and people started responding already that you played Atlanta. At least one lady said she, she saw the show in Atlanta. Um, I played Atlanta. I don't I don't know if it, it wasn't that ticket, but I, I know, I've, I've played, you know, I've played all over. So maybe she caught me on a show where I was there with El Barge, or I'm not sure if I was on one with Troop. But, um, you know, a lot of us R&B cats, you know, we move around together sometimes. We always find ourselves on a lot of the same bills, you know. And if the combo works, you know, the promoter will keep keep working it, or other promoters will see that it worked and try to, you know, working in their area as well, so that's sometimes what happens. I guess so you have a nice collaboration with Al Jabaj, but tell me about You Don't Know, because you also did a collaboration on the song uh, You Don't Know with, is it Wale? Mm-hmm, it's Wale. Yeah, I mean, um, great record, man. Sample, of course, you know, anytime you sample Patty, you know, you should do all right. Um, and uh, it was the record was um, brought to me by Eric Bellinger, who's another great singer, songwriter, producer. Um, and, you know, he dropped the record off and said, hey, Big Bro, this is for you. And as soon as I heard the record, I said, oh, man, this is a great record. Um, and I said, I, there's only one guy that I need on this record, and I need Wale. And I called him, and, he, you know, he came through for me. And, um, you know, we shot the video, had a good time doing that. And, you know, every time I sing that song, you know, it, 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 the, the response is great because sometimes, you know, sometimes the newer generation, they don't know, really know what they're saying. They just know for some reason it's infectious. For some reason it reminds them of something, you know what I mean? And, you know, when we go back mm-hmm. and grab those moments from great artists like Patti LaBelle and anybody else you can think of, like, you know, it, 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 it just feels a certain way, man. It has a way of connecting um, to, Patty to endures. a listener. I mean, she goes on yeah, and on. I mean, Absolutely. So even if you've even if you've never heard her before, when you hear the song, you're like, it's just something about that song. It's just special, and that's because it was special then, and it's it's gonna it's it's gonna be special now. It's always gonna be special. Well, if you don't mind, I'm gonna play it so folks know how special it is. 
Absolutely. I encourage you to do so. <laughs> okay, well, here we go, folks, with You Don't Know with Tank. Yeah, only you knew how much I do love you. And you want to make trim my neck? Fantasia, 
um, Ruben Studdard, Tyrese, um, Marcus Houston. I mean, the list goes on and on, man. And we were just, we were just in his own, man. Those guys were super hot. Um, you know, and I was like, Hey man, if you guys, you know, you guys could use another, another, another helping hand in there. I'd love to help you cook, cook, cook in that kitchen, man. They were like, yeah, let's do it. And so we, we got together and we just started doing some, some of the craziest music. I mean, people still talk about those underdog days and those underdog records. And, um, you know, that's how we made sex, love and pain. You know, we just walked, walked in the studio one day and Harvey was like, man, we should do a tank album. And I was like, uh, I mean, I mean, we can, I mean, there's no, nobody looking for it, but I mean, I guess we can just do one and see what happens. And and that's how, that's how sex, love and pain came about. And so, um, you know, we had that time together, and then after that, um, we um, I formed a production company with a uh, with a couple of my couple of my brothers called Song Dynasty, and we went on a run too. We started producing and writing for everybody, you know, Jamie Fox and uh, Chris Brown, and you know, the list goes on and on there as well. And um, that you know, we I like had the a, name of it, great, Song Dynasty. Yeah, um, we had a great run as well. And, um, um, you know, we still have the company song dynasty, which we have a few artists signed to. Um, and, um, what was the last entity you said? Uh, song well, dynasty, underdogs, and what else? I guess you did three kings oh, with CGT. them, right? Yeah. And, and then TGT, um, you know, came after song dynasty and, um, you know, that was just a moment that we had been trying to pull off since 2007. You know, we we introduced it in 2007 with the remix of Please Don't Go. And, you know, people had been, you know, they had been calling for it ever since. And and we finally, finally got, I mean, you know, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of, what do you call it? A lot of stress that went into pulling off TGT. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like it was worth it. You know, I think we worked really hard to make it happen. We worked really hard on the music, and it showed. You know what I mean? Um, it showed. It definitely showed. And so we're looking forward to doing it again next year. Been talking to the guys, and everybody's kind of getting their mind wrapped around it. And uh, I'll say the people just want the music. That's it. And, exactly. and it's our job to give it to them. It's our job to give it to them. So that's what we're going to do. Well, I'm going to go to your concert, so I'll be able to hear you with live. It'll be my first time hearing you live, so I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to tear it up for you. Pardon me? I said, no, I'm going to tear it up for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and I'm sure you're going to tear it up for everybody, just not, not just me. Maybe I'll have a chance to meet you backstage if it's possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, also, you, you work with... Uh, uh, Drake and Kelly Rowland mm-hmm. and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And how was that? Mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes, I might throw him in too because we didn't mention them mm-hmm. before. Um, mm-hmm. But is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you would like to collaborate with? I mean, I'm, you know, I like to go wherever the music takes me, man. You know, um, I see a lot of cool artists out there doing a lot of cool things. Um, you know, uh, the a lot of the collaborations now are always cross collaborations, a singer and a rapper and, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, I'm doing more now of, you know, I'm calling more singers. I'm calling more of my R&B artists. Like, hey, man, feature on this or feature on that. 
you know, because I think we need to we need to show a, we should, a lot more unity. You know, we need to get our numbers together and really go out here and push push our agenda, just like you know, just like the hip hop guys push their agenda. You know, we need exactly. to push this and love. People are dying for that. People yeah, tell me so, they like you know, hip hop, but they want variety. Yeah, and I try to tell people all the time, like we have something that people want to see. We have something that people yeah. want to hear. We just have to be, we just have to believe that, and and at the end of the day, bet on ourselves. You know what I mean? Sometimes sometimes it takes us it takes a little sacrifice in the beginning um, to reap the reward, the big reward at the end. It's you know it's just what it is, and you know unfortunately. Um, you know, everybody just everybody just hasn't doesn't have that same frame of mind. You know, everybody's kind of they kind of want to play the safe route. They kind of want to um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't want to take chances, and I just I just don't agree with that mentality. I, I don't I don't believe in safe. Um, I don't believe in boundaries. I don't believe in ceilings. I believe, you know, if if we set our minds to it, uh, we set a goal, and we can push, and we can make that happen. And that 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 applies to bringing R and B back to the forefront and making it mainstream again. If we want to do that, we we can do that. But um, you know, we got to get everybody on board, man. So that's my mission at this point. Well, I tell you, I interview a lot of artists, and 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 people tell me all the time. The crowd tells me that they miss R and B. They miss you know, they miss that kind of music. And and so it's great that you're 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 doing that and going to bring it back because. We want to hear it. So uh, let me move on to the fact that you're not only just doing one thing, you're also scoring movies, or at least you have scored Dreamgirls. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, I had a hand in it. Um, it was it was it was uh, scored by the underdogs, and um, I was I was producing with them at the time, so I was you know able to participate um, in a lot of songs. Um, helping produce, um, you know, helping vocalize uh, a lot of cool things, man. And I even ended up auditioning, you know, in the movie for the role of CeCe, you know, after spending so much time with the director, he's like, man, you should audition for CeCe. And I did, and I did a really good job, actually. And that's the thing that really pushed me into um, doing more acting, you know. Um, um, I didn't get the part, but I got to be in the movie, in the choir. And, um, you know, everybody's... Yeah, everybody said, "Hey, man, you did an amazing job." Amazing, I said. Well, thank you. And um, and it started there. But you know, scoring, you know, helping score that Dreamgirl soundtrack was just an amazing, um, an amazing opportunity. And um, I don't know, who knows? I might, I might get back into that. But it's, it's a process. Scoring is a real. Well, process, aren't you heading for scoring. Atlanta next week to do something? Are you acting next week in, in a project next week? In, yeah, in Atlanta? I'll be uh, Saints and Sinners. Pardon yeah, me? the TV show Saints and the TV show Saints and Sinners. Oh, okay. I'll Saints be making, and Sinners. Yeah, yeah, I'll be making a, a guest appearance on that. Um, I think it's one, one or two episodes. So, and so I'll be on that, and that should be really, really cool. Working with a production company I worked with before, when we were doing um, Born Again Virgin. So you know, it's a good call. Appreciate the guys calling me. Let me get a, let me get a little shine on. You know what I mean? So it should be fun. Yeah. Expand your other careers. Speaking of Absolutely. that, how did you feel about singing the national anthem? Uh, what's the fight? What is it? The Mayweather uh, Alvarez fight? 
Was that fun? Can, yeah, Canelo. That was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, Floyd had promised. Floyd had promised me a look. He said, "I'm gonna give you a look." I said, "Okay." And uh, he called me. He said, "I got you." I said, "Ooh." And it was a big one. I, I felt good about it, man. And um, um, I appreciated him for you know for giving me that opportunity to be seen on that big of a stage. That was really really awesome of him. Now, uh, everybody calls you Tank for a reason. Do you pump iron? No, I was Tank as a baby because I had a big head and a big stomach, and so, um, you know, it it started it started out as people saying, "Tell that Tank here boy to sit down somewhere," and then my my grandmother was like, "That's my Tank, that's my Tanky," and so <laughs> you know, cute. she just she kind of she kind of kept it going. You know, anytime she see me, come here, little Tank, come here, Tank. And uh, it became the family thing. I became Tank. And, uh, you know, most people think it's a stage name because I lift weights and all of that. But it has very little <laughs> to do with any of that. Well, how do you feel now? Do you feel that you, you've, uh, you're living the dream or there's more to come? Um, I mean, uh, I've, been, I've been living the dream for quite some time. Um, um, have I... Have I have I reached the mountaintop? Um, absolutely not. You know, to me, it's there's always room to grow. There's always new things to learn. Um, there's always new heights, man. We can we can always do better. I just believe that. Like every day you wake up, um, there, there's a new challenge. You know what I mean? And there's another um, there's another step up that 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 I want to take. Like I said, I'm not I'm I'm not okay with what I just did two days ago. I want to know, I want to know that I can be better than I was two days ago. I want to beat that. Like, how do we beat that? Like, how do we become better than that? And, and that's always my mission. That That's the thing that drives me. I just feel like, I feel like I can be better. I feel like every day when I wake up, I can be better. Well, do you feel in a way that you've almost tapped into a creative font because you have to come up with, with ideas, come up with new songs and and keep it flowing. Do you feel that you are tapped into that kind of flow? I think I'm I think I'm tapped into um I think limitless creativity. You know, because yes. you know you know, I don't just draw what I do from from one source. You know what I mean? There's no there's no ritual or no set way that it has to be done for me. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, a song can come from anything. A song is just a song is just life. A song is just waking up every day and going through whatever you're experiencing through that day. Like, that's music. Like, that's a song. You know, and everybody um, everybody has a song, whether they sing it themselves or whether they write it and give it to me. You know what I'm saying? Whether I write it for myself or whether I write it and give it to somebody, like it's it's limitless. You know what I mean? I'm in, I'm inspired by everything. This conversation, you know what I mean? Looking at my phone, uh, uh, the the presidential election, like all of that is all of that is music. You know what I mean? It's just it's just putting together the right words and the right melody to make it make sense and make it feel like something to somebody else so they can understand it. Um, so I mean. I'm tapped in in that way. You know, I don't, I don't have moments of, I don't have low moments in terms of creativity because there's always something to write about. There's always something happening. There's always some life being lived that needs a title. 
presidential election was certainly a lot of energy. That you are you thinking of writing something about that, or maybe not directly talking about the election, but adding some of that energy into your next song? Um, I mean, I've I've already kind of you know started like um, like I do little piano segments on my Instagram, so I've always already kind of like started putting little pieces together and you know just encouraging people to um to move forward you know what i mean a lot of people um they can get disappointed and they can get let down when things don't go their way but you know that that this election is not the end of the world and it's not the end of your world you know what i mean there okay. there's still a, there's still a lot of life a lot of life left in all of us and well i, I and say we don't be live. afraid because a lot of people are saying yeah. they're fearful now, and, and so we need to move away from the fear and 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 think yeah. of positive things that we can do. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, when life when life gives you lemons as bitter as they are, you find a way to make lemonade. Exactly. Well, this will make Americans stand up. You, you either lie dormant or you stand up. So now yep. you have that choice. Mm-hmm. Well, we're we're. We're at the end of our show, and and uh, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to uh, mention, like how to get um, in contact I, I with just, you or whatever? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me give them my social media. Let's give them some at the real tank at on Instagram right. and at the real tank on Twitter and at the real tank on Facebook and therealtank dot com is is my site. And then if you want to hit me on the Snapchat, if I got any snappers, I'll tz42, T-E-E-Z-Y-42. And, um, you know, let's just keep this love thing going, man. I mean, um, it's the only thing that's going to save any of us is, is love. And let's just let's just fight to keep it going. And that's the way to end it, with love. And also, people, if you, if you, if you love the rhythm of the night, then... You're going to love Tank, you're going to love Troop, and you're going to love Aldevage. And they'll be at the Lehman Center for the Performing Arts in the Bronx. So get your tickets. You can call the Lehman Center box office at 718-960-8833. Or, as I said before, go online at www.lehmancenter.org. Well, Tank, I want to thank you so much for gracing my show today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. I, I apologize if I if I talk too much. I'm a talker. I like to get the information out. So <laughs> thank you for giving me this, this is time. radio, really honey. We it. love talkers. <laughs> <laughs> we love that you talk. God, I had somebody on one time, and he was very monosyllabic. It was like, oh my God, stretch, stretch this show out. <laughs> so I love yeah, talking. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you again for coming on the show. And this is the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm your host, Deirdre Schuler. And again, I thank Tank for coming on and, and sharing his career and life with us. And I also thank my listeners for making my topic topically yours. And, well, we're going to end the show with one of Tank's songs. I like it a lot. It's called Stronger. Yeah, yeah. Did you see these scars? Trying to get through this flesh, making this 
away from my heart Wanting to destroy what's left What you saw was it the start Of destruction that is best Is that why you appeared Cause of what you felt Cause I could feel your love Pulling me back Brick by brick Your love is building me up Your strength so perfect Yeah Now look me I'm stronger Than I've ever been hey. Where I am so longer Where I've been hey. Now look at me Radio Network, Rainbow Souls. 